initiate podcast self-destruct sequence. In three, three two, two, one. Hi, Nick. Hi, Caleb. You know what I feel in my heart about sports? I don't think I do know. Yeah, well, what I what I feel about sports is, okay, maybe I should structure this a different way. Okay. You know about glamping? Glamping? No, I don't. What is glamping? It's like camping, but glamorous. <gasps> so, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, camping, but you're like uh, having a really good time rather than the excruciatingly <laughs> bad time that you normally have. Yeah, right, right, right. Do you do you take like three Lexi, like three Lexi cars, Lexuses? Yes. Do you take three Lexuses and like put them butt trunk to, butt. to trunk, butt to butt, right? Mm-hmm. You form a, tr- a triangle of Lexus butts. Butts. And then you open all the trunk hatches and then drape a blanket over the top of that. Yes, and that's exactly. like a, that's glamping? But there's like a heat, you have like a space heater too. You've got all this kind of stuff. Right, well, right, right. You don't want to, no fires in glamping. Yeah. Just an open face space heater. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there's, you know, there's glamping. There's uh, all these other just like right really posh and fancy and just like spruced up masculine boring Mm. stressful things oh so i think we need to take sports and make them just like a little more glam okay how would we do that well uh first of all i think we could like put lipstick on hockey pucks maybe (gasps) like all the way around the edge or just like make a little lip shape or i I think it would depend on the puck it would depend on their Mm -hmm. personal preference what does the puck want to do what does Mm -hmm. the team feel like really represents the spirit of their puck yeah exactly what looks the best yeah i think we could put dresses on like basketball hoops i love that Mm-hmm. What are we doing with the same plain old net? We've got like 3D printing technology and also people who know how to do textiles. Like we could <laughs> we could have any old like dress, like a beautiful fringe yeah. on the bottom of a basketball net. I feel like that all the time. I really wonder how we've made it this long without ever like designing a backboard to look different. Like that'd be great. Ad what space. is happening? Really I mean, I guess you want to have a clear box for like targeting, right? Sure. Like a basketballer needs to throw right at that little corner so they can diagonal it in. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, so you, you want to minimize the possibility for wiggle room. Yeah. You don't want wiggle room. You don't want because b- basketball noise during the, the targeting process. Basketball is a uh, traditionally really predictable sport. You got Mookie Blaylock just like busting it down the court and, and on the bottom of is that a the, real name? Yeah. In the bottom of it. That's a real basketballer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think from 1994. Mookie Blaylock. <laughs> I think so. Hmm. Um, I might be confusing that with my friend Brent Blaylock, but I, that's, <laughs> Mookie's definitely the name. Um, I think it is. But you got, um, and he's got in the corner of his HUD, mm-hmm. he's got Peppy over here <laughs> telling him to, you know, take the shot. Mookie. <laughs> Mookie. Mookie. Do, do a rip, do a berry bound. <laughs> Do a half court shot. <laughs> Basketball has like a tiara on it. Yeah, and then mm. you gotta. Ooh, that makes dribbling very hazardous potentially. Or do you put it? You put it around the middle, but that means you always have to bounce it like exactly up because I think balls are usually spinning a lot in sports. Well, I'm just thinking we can make sports more glamorous, but also more difficult, appeasing both the hardcore gamers of the crowd. Yes, and all yes, of those and the casualistas, the casual decorators, the yeah. people who want to buy a 99 cent tiara for their basketball. Exactly, dude. There's, there's a whole market here for glamorous sports glorts 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 that's what it's that's called. what you want mm-hmm. you get glamping and glorts yeah i'll be honest though i like have a lot of a lot of these ideas and there's a lot of stuff i really want to do yeah, you, but yeah. the thing i'm most excited to do is i want to rouge the bat
I actually didn't know we would be talking about a sports episode when do, I came up with that do, this morning. Do, 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 that was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> I want to. Bl- <laughs> I want to blush the mound. I want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to put wanna... mascara on all four bases, and I want to rouge the bat. Yep. Welcome to your two show. It's your two show, the sports edition. This is the sports. 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 Caleb X came- Sports. As opposed to esports? Export. Yeah. S Sports? Esports. Sex Sports. Esports is already esports. That's true. Yeah. That's actually true. Wake up, America. <laughs> you just read it as esports. Esports. <laughs> I prefer to play esports. It's a me, Mario, and I love to play esports. Woohoo! Splatoon <laughs> is the esport of the year. <laughs> It's a Splatoon. It is. It has a really viable meta for uh, complicated challenges. <laughs> the uh, Inkling Invitational. <laughs> I believe it would function very well in a tournament setting. It's I, me. You'll notice in the commercials, it's always at a LAN party. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the Switch and play with your friends. <laughs> We're going to have to bleep. We're going to have to ring noise all that out because Nintendo has not paid us a dime. We have done a lot of promotion. I've put the switch noise in this podcast now three times. This will be the third time. <laughs> uh, I just love it. I love doing free labor for mega corporations. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And speaking of mega corporations, it's N- MSN. What's the what's the sport one called? MSN Sports C. What is this? MLB. M- That's <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to WMLB, our radio sports section. I forgot the Major League Baseball. I don't know. Sh- WNBA is already a thing. I don't know sports. <laughs> are you thinking of? Are you thinking of uh, the Fall Out Boy song? <laughs> Which one? Immortals. Isn't that what it's called? We can be immortals. <laughs> there's there's a follow-up song that they played uh, on the uh, everyone's favorite esports network that also plays live action sports, which I also cannot remember right now. Um ESPN. PSPN. P- PSPN. PS PS Vita N. P- yeah. <laughs> the, it used to be PSPN and now it's PSVN. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now and now it's plays. the RIPN. Oh, <laughs> oh, didn't make another one. Now it's the remote play. Should have made a good one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen. I will go. I will go to bat <laughs> for the Vita any yes. day. That handheld console is one of the best handheld consoles in terms of functionality that has ever existed. IMO no, hashtag IMO. No, no objection. In fact, I just found out that you can. The only place you can purchase and play Breath of Fire 3 in the modern video game world is on the PS Vita. And I want it real bad. Yeah. I love that video game. It has a touchpad on the back, Nicholas. It's got mm. a touchpad on the back. It's got a touch screen on the front. It's got, I've got a touch two pad sticks. On, I got a touchpad on my back. It's, it's got a beautiful screen. I got a beautiful screen. <laughs> and it's got lots of your favorite Persona 4. Mm, the me, the me, it's got all your favorite Persona 4 games. The Me S Vita. <laughs> Me as Vita, two as Vita. 
We're talking about Sonic X, if you hadn't already guessed. Sonic X on your two show, the number one sports video game podcast. Yeah, today we're talking about Sonic X's baseball episode, which is entitled... The English version is Unfair Ball, I think. Cool. Unfair Play. Unfair Play makes sense. And then the Japanese one is... Something like Clash at the stadium. Um, Sonic. It's called like Sonic Baseball Team. Sonic plays like, baseball and look out, Sonic Baseball Team. And everyone gasp. Yep, we're about sports here, not about facts, yeah. and we don't need um, get them out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to start. Uh, I d- I'm going to summarize the episode. Please do. Sonic X, episode 10. So, this episode, (laughs) Tails is flying around testing out the new jet plane they made in the episode before. It's got a Chaos Emerald in it, which they are using as the engine. The Chaos Emerald starts activating and uh, responding to some kind of signal and pulls the jet toward a baseball field. Yeah. Turns out, the guy who manicures and takes care of the lawn, takes care of the baseball lawn, whatever you call that, mm-hmm. he mows the baseball grass. They made it very clear that that's called the turf <laughs> numerous times. <laughs> he he surfs the turf, mm-hmm. and he also has a chaos emerald that he found when he was digging up the mound, which I assume means pitcher's mound? I think so. He said the dirt mound over there. Yeah. <laughs> so he was digging up the dirt mound. He found a chaos emerald in the diamond. Yeah. And... They, like, are reacting to each other. The two Chaos Emeralds next to each other because I guess they just want to troll Tails. <laughs> Send a giant laser up into the sky, yeah. letting everyone in the whole world know that is two it? Chaos Emeralds have connected. Mm-hmm. Eggman is realizes it's at the baseball field and gets really excited because he loves baseball. Uncle Chuck. Grandpa Chuck. Grandpa Uncle <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Also gets really excited because he also loves baseball. And then everybody else comes along yeah everybody else comes to try to find the chaos emeralds that's right Egg- eggman wants to get everybody together to play baseball and get the chaos emerald he, he gets really mad when he gets there early and nobody else is there he's like oh man i guess i'll just have to take the emeralds because <laughs> he sends boku to tell them like it's time to play a game let's yeah, play a game yeah knuckles gets there first and eggman's like you got here before sonic and he's like really thrown yeah by all this but finally everybody shows up and they're there everybody's Everybody except Knuckles is pumped to play baseball. <laughs> Not even everybody. Sonic doesn't really want to. The only Sonic comes around on it though. But the people that really, really push this are the old people. Yeah, all the grandpas: Eggman, Grandpa Uncle Chuck, and uh, Mr. Tanaka. Like they are. They love they're baseball, into it. and they yeah. are ready. Also, it's weird because every single character knows the rules of baseball. Yes. So that confirms that Mobius has baseball, too. That's correct. With the same rules. Whatever that means for the bigger picture. That that is absolutely true. I think this is the biggest argument that it's the same world. Yeah. Mobius is the future world. The possibility of Mm. a sport that's so arbitrary and bad and (laughs) slow and not fun as baseball. Just the most boring thing that can possibly happen to humans. The fact that that could culturally (laughs) pop up as a way to waste a full day in two completely different cultures yeah. is actually completely impossible. It's statistically impossible. Yeah. Humans have had a lot of bad ideas. We've had a lot of good ideas. But no other species in history of universe yeah. will ever make up baseball. No, there's no and chance. have that bad idea. There's no chance. So it's the same world. Yeah, okay. Same good. world, same stars, mm-hmm. same moon. Yep. And just us together under the sky. <laughs> 
they play baseball and everybody's cheating all the time with their magic superpowers. It's yeah. a superpower baseball game. Especially the robots. Like Eggman has made his robots such that they will throw each other to catch the ball super high up in the air. Yeah. Like Amy kills it on a home run. She uses her hammer, smashes it way up into the sky, and then they just the robots throw each other. Well, it's not fair. Amy's super strength got some chance to shine for yeah. real. Yeah, she did great. And then apparently the baseball field is maybe going to close down. Right. It's gorgeous and beautiful and everyone in the world loves it. But yeah. for some reason, the stadium itself is going to get shut down. Yep. The guy who runs the turf, who surfs that turf, is very sad about this because he loves his turf so much. Yeah. But while they are playing the game, Sonic and Eggman, who have become kind of celebrities because of their weird clash that right. has been repeatedly televised on the news... Mm-hmm. It gets it get this gets televised on the news, telling everyone, "Hey, Eggman and Sonic are now going to be playing a game, and we are going to tell you all about it, and we're going to treat it like it's an official, real game." Going to do the play-by-play here at Diamond Stadium. So a whole full stadium's worth of people shows up to watch the end of the game. Yeah, Sonic and Co. bring it around, bring it together. They win the game basically, like they get ahead in points. Yep. Eggman starts cheating. Yep. He tries to blow Sonic up. He finally grabs the emerald. He leaves with both emeralds. Yeah. And then, but because they brought everybody to the stadium. Yeah. Emmer Johnson, who used to be the manager of the, the Diamond, Diamond Team Diamonds. There was a lot of world building, you guys, and it just didn't matter. Yeah. The Emmer Johnson shows up and says, how about we take your turf and we put it in a new stadium? Wow. And so then... Alfred Butler, which is hysterical. Yes. We'll talk about that in a second. Alfred Butler decides, I, okay, great. I have another place to take my turf. He's happy. And then Grandpa Chuck declares that the match was a tie, even though they lost the Chaos Emeralds what? and won the game. Yeah. So it w- wasn't a tie in any sense. No. Uh, uh, under, under no, like they lost the Chaos Emeralds. They won the baseball game. That's not a tie. Even worse. That's two different things. Even worse, Grandpa Chuck says, there's no such thing as a tie in Major League Baseball. <laughs> even though there's no concept of a tie. <laughs> Today was not a tie. No. There is no such thing as a tie, tie in baseball. No tie can happen. And I think tie sounds good. <laughs> I think so. so with all that evidence put together, <laughs> I'm going to say that we had a tie. <laughs> That's how I feel. That was Grandpa Chuck. So God, yeah, the surf turf guy. Weird. The surf turf guy was named Alfred Butler. Yeah, Tails forms kind of a weird connection with him. Tails, like, Tails loves Alfred Tails Butler, gets, and, but he calls him Al. You, you know, you can call me Betty, and I can call you Al. Um, <laughs> Pave paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> put up a baseball field. <laughs> um, and they have a, kind of this touching moment where they realize they both collect emeralds, mm-hmm. and they hold out their pogs together, like they show each other their emeralds. And they the glow, and they're like, "Wow, we must have some kind of special connection." And uh, and then they've just been real buddy buddy. And then when they I talk, think Tails about, was looking for a dad. I think so. Tails just wanted like a good, strong baseball yeah. dad. Yeah, and this is just a good, good generic Al we got here. Actually, Tails was the one who hated this the most. Right, the whole game he was like, "You're gonna ruin the turf." Right, and he's which like, is Al's favorite because my friend Al has worked so hard on this, and I know you guys are gonna make a mess. Mm-hmm. Like, you will ruin this because I know you. Please do not play baseball here. <laughs> And then like, and then Al says, "Well, this place is going to be destroyed anyway." And like, he gives yeah. them permission to play. So that's pretty. Uh, it was sad. Pretty sad. My first major revelation of this issue is that they kept calling it Diamond Stadium. They referred to the baseball diamond, mm-hmm. and I just realized that baseball diamonds are green. That means they're actually emeralds. Yeah. 
Like that's the baseball emerald. I think where that's, games are played. I think that's the point. And, and even the way that they drew the diamonds, it was like the way the emeralds looked. They kept they kept kind of highlighting that without explicitly saying it. Yeah. Which I I was like, what are we doing? Even the manager yeah. was named Emmer Johnson, which Emmer. is not a real name. Emmer. It's just short for emerald. Emerald. And then Al. Maybe that is a real Emmer, name. Emmer Al D. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so like Team D. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to walk you guys through this because Nick just blew this open. That's bonkers. (laughs) So in this world building, we are given a historical uh, captain of a team who is now the manager named Emmer. And it's a weird name that I don't think is a real name. It's close to Emerald, like E-M-E-R-I-L. Yeah. But they just named him Emmer. And then we have Alfred Butler, which is obviously a Batman reference. But then on top of that... He is then immediately referred to as Al, and then every single person, including Al, on the old baseball team, and now all of the Sonic and friends, because they borrow the outfits, have the letter D on them. Emmer, Al, D. What have they done? So, why did they do that? This? This? So, we've... We've had a lot of fun joking about conspiracy theories and Chuck theories and how they, they're, like, laying stuff out for us and hiding little things. Yeah. This is this is so definitely, a, like, a joke that's been hidden in there that I feel like it is not it is not too extreme to imagine that they're hiding other stuff. I would never have put that together if we didn't do this dumb podcast <laughs> where we talk about every detail of this show. Uh, emerald the signs in the back of the stadium say like water blaze creamy yeah two on two (laughs) so fast yeah just like weird combinations of sounds and oh like on rhythm like that's like one of yeah the like the brands are very strange (laughs) the brands are out in full force tonight yeah and it was so blaze was there which of course like yep i don't know if blaze the cat was invented yet but if not oh then, then that's a foreshadowing that's a foreshadowing and creamy is that's a name that's uh, well cream. cream's in the show, cream's so. in the show so that's and then water mm-hmm. is something that people drink you people drink and that that sonic sense. can't t- sonic can't drink just i'm just saying wake up just wake up wake up for the clues um Let's this is this has been <laughs> charles details prower live from the scene <laughs> Let's talk about the cute stuff for a second, because yeah. there's a lot of cute stuff that there's I just like don't want to pass over. A lot of cute stuff in this. One episode. of the ways they start winning in this game is they start also cheating and like manipulating the rules of baseball in funny ways. Uh-huh. And one of the ways they do that is they have cheese bat, and because cheese is a uh, batting square, the 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 strike reticle, the location for the, the pitch pot. station the pat the 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 path of least, least pitch distance pitch, yes <laughs> is so small the square that like when you're playing a baseball game and you are pitching yeah that shows you where you're supposed to pitch right because cheese is so tiny it's so hard for the robot to pitch there yeah that cheese doesn't even have to swing the bat and gets a full walk it's very cute we see the robots like terminator hood and it like goes like strike zone, bit it, bit shrink, 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 and it makes a tiny little rectangle next to 
next to Cream. And it's, it's very so cute. cute. And then he just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And Cream just stands there, smiling, smiling, holding the bat. And, and then afterwards, it just Cream just goes, "Yay! <laughs> it's a walk! Yay!" <laughs> I very cute. I was looking forward to the sports episode, but I was really surprised at how little of the episode was the game itself. It took a full half of ep- of the episode of world building to lead up to the game, which to be fair, took us an extra hour. Oh my god. Because when we started doing this, we would pause the show. I would pause the show every 15 seconds to take notes. Mm-hmm. Now we pause the show every 15 to every 5 to 15 seconds to take a picture. <laughs> Because they're adorable, and every frame is a painting. Every frame is so good on this show. Like, if you're not actually watching Sonic X, and you're listening to this, please, somehow, like, please I promise do. it's worth it. It's if you so care funny. about what we're saying at all, it's good and fun, and you'll have, like, a great time. And, and we are probably having even, like, through us, you can have even more fun. <laughs> I Please, just, just hit pause periodically. Like... Any frame that you happen to pause on Literally is probably whenever. really funny to look at for an extra 15 seconds. It's so good. So good. And it's not funny in the way that like Sonic Underground was funny, where anytime we paused it, it looked weird. Yeah, there's like a lot of bad tweens in Sonic Underground. Yeah. No, it's like every animation is cute and thought out. Yeah. And they're not too precious about the models in a way that lets them do funny stuff with size. They're cartoony and stretchy in, in a good yeah. way. Like sometimes when Cream's holding cheese, cheese is so little and like... <laughs> <laughs> Tails' body changes in how thick it is depending on what the funnier way for him or cuter way for him to look yeah, is. Yeah. Like, it's so, so well done. Oh, yeah. At one point, Tails rummages through his tails and pulls out an emerald. This is amazing. <laughs> like, I couldn't... Uh, he, uh. he, like, reaches into the fluff <laughs> between his tails, which apparently opens a portal somewhere, <laughs> and just tugs out an emerald. He's got storage in there. This is like Amy pulling her hammer out of her dress. Yeah, except... They all have, like, a, an extra-dimensional magical girl pocket where they keep stuff. Even more, because it's like, yeah, maybe... Maybe you got a pocket in your dress. Oh, and maybe the hammer, like, shrinks. Maybe now. the hammer shrinks or something. Yeah. But tails... Is is his fur stiff enough to hold objects? For is real? Is it between the two? What happens when he flies? He spins them around separately? Why doesn't all his oh, keys yeah. and stuff fly out? And he flew a second before. It wasn't like he was just <gasps> holding them together. He Another super cute moment that we recorded and posted to Twitter when Tails sees something. The stadium. I when he sees the stadium, he gets so excited, he goes, and, then and he, his flies. tail cranks up and he flies just like 10 feet into the air and then he settles back down. <laughs> He's so cute. So cute. I would like to see Tails in a, like a 1940s dance musical movie. Oh my God. Like, like I, a Gene. I he, had no idea what you were going to say with that sentence, but I would never have ever guess that you were gonna say like hang out with gene wilder not gene wilder but yes gene wilder also because <laughs> it, mm, that's very cute but um but like um tails G- and the chocolate factory tail no 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 i'm talking about like like the like singing in the rain like singing mm. in the rain with tails instead and he's jumping up and he's hanging off the lamppost and his tails are spinning it's oh very God. cute. Uh, like that would be extremely cute. He's like uh, kicking the water. Um, ex- excuse me. Tap tap tap. 
is this thing on? I would like to announce the the formation of my new fan art team. We are com- committed to producing an, a fan film where we recreate Singing in the Rain shot for shot with Sonic characters instead oh my of the originals. It is going to be amazing. Please visit our website, which I will announce later. And I will um, see you on the forums, everybody. Please, if you have drawing skills or animation skills... <laughs> Um, oh, so it's going to be animated. It's we're gonna, not live action. We're going to animate. No, no, no. We're going to. An- yeah, yeah. We're going to. We're going to draw singing in the rain, but Sonic. But with Sonic characters. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic in the rain. Sonic in the. Two thoughts. One, we know a live action movie is coming. We don't know it's not a musical. Two, this episode <laughs> already had a baseball episode. There's a chance there's a musical episode of Sonic X. Like a real chance. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Okay, I bet it's unlikely. Tap, tap, tap. Excuse me. I would like to announce the temporary postponement of my fan project, uh, Sonnin' in the Rain, because I there might all... Speedin' in the Rain? Speedin' in the Rain. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Thank you. Um, And I would like to... um, We're gonna... We have to watch the rest of Sonic X before we do... We have to actually finish all the... We have to make sure nobody already did it. Yeah. And we, be... now we don't know, and there's no way to know. Mm-hmm. We've deleted the URL. Please do <laughs> okay, not ask well, us what it is. Please do not go to that URL that I had not yet announced. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll see. I'll still see you on the forum, though. <laughs> <laughs> Speed, dynamism, strength. These are all the things you can find in Sonic Brand Cologne, which got announced the other day. Did you hear about that? God, yes. Is this Sonic News? Yeah, I guess so. Sonic News! Sonic News! There's a Sonic brand cologne. I don't know if it's new or if it... I just saw a tweet about it and I didn't look very hard. So this Sonic News, we've done that hard-hitting journalism of looking at a tweet. (laughs) Saw a tweet fly by, (laughs) lolled at it, and then didn't look into it any further. Yeah. But apparently, what what would you guess... If you're if you're reporting on what you guess that smells like, what's the scent of Sonic? Burnt rubber. Dang. Yeah, sorry. Heck yeah. Wow. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> next next item of Sonic news. This week, Polygon did a video where they watched the intros to every Sonic thing. So I haven't watched it yet. I haven't I watched did... it either because I don't want to be. I, right. Ugh, I'm like I don't want to be spoiled a lot on all at once. Yeah. Like I'm trying to. I gotta re- regiment my diet. Mm-hmm. Like part of the thing is if I learn too much about Sonic too quick, maybe you know. Too. I, well, much. How will I talk about it? Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> it's too much information. Yeah. We have to be able to like, we have to get these things in pieces, and we have to accept the openings for the games that they are for. Yeah. I like I like these videos that they've been doing. I like Pat and Allegra talking about uh It's very good. The Mario Sports Mario ones. Sports, the uh um they did the Mario parties, it was good. And this is good. I started the cologne joke because I wanted to talk about how we just need ads. That just felt like a good time for us oh, to put I'm sorry. an ad. Yeah. No, it's okay. And now we're doing now- an ad for Polygon? Yeah. <laughs> So far today, we've done unpaid work for Nintendo for whatever the Sonic cologne's <clears throat> coming from, and for, because we've done a really good ad for that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Polygon, we're just doing ads all over the place, singing in the rain. Gosh, gosh, this ancient movie. You don't. Hey, you don't get me to talk about your thing. Hey, welcome to our podcast where we talk for free about why no. Sonic is better than they think it is. From from now on. <laughs> <laughs> from now on, we're not going to talk about anything unless that thing's paying for it. Welcome. We're going to go from high Caleb to high Nick, and that's going to be the whole podcast. It's going to be a uh, cut short. This is a ransom note. (laughs) 
We we are publishing a, an audio ransom note. If you Ransomware. want this podcast, you'd better buy an ad on it. <laughs> and no, we don't have a mechanism for that. And no, we don't actually like. There's no way to actually do that. <laughs> but this is a ransom note. <laughs> Did we talk enough about Sonic X? <laughs> was there anything else in that episode? The episode was just so good. The episode was just really good, and so I didn't have a lot to say. Yeah. It was funny. It worked really well. Oh, we can talk about Eggman a little. One thing, because Eggman's our favorite topic. Yeah. Eggman really, really wanted to play baseball. He was so, so excited about baseball. He really was. What he did do was he brought a bunch of robots to play for him. Yeah. Didn't play, and then was mad until another team of people came. Here's what I posit. Yeah. If Eggman, if Eggman just Eggman, if if Eggman <laughs> just whoa, whoa. wants, yeah. Eggman just wants baseball so bad, why doesn't he just put a team of robots, v, a team of robots, yeah, and watch and just be like nailed it, because he wasn't doing it to get the Chaos Emeralds, he wasn't even, he, I, I know I, that he wants the like Pyrrhic victory over Sonic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it comes back to attention, I think. Yeah, like he, I, I, so he doesn't respect his robots. True. And there was another bit of news this week where someone said, uh, some researchers on robots and AI said that robots will be more useful if we give if we don't give them very good confidence. <sighs> Did you see that? No. There that is makes me so mad. A report where people are like, we need to make robots like doubt themselves, maybe, or like have them just not make them very sure. I, I didn't. I don't even understand exactly what this means. But the supposition was we need servile robots who think that we're better than them. Oh, my God. Which, you know, uh, screw that. But that's the Eggman. Like, that is the Eggman approach. That's exactly what he's done. Eggman he's made weak-willed he makes robots. All of the, like, some of his war robots are, like, big and powerful, but they still require his control. And yeah. even they, I would... I think we could do an assessment are not super confident. Like yeah. they're not, uh, they as take direct orders. They're not as effective as they could be. Not that I want to give advice to the military industrial complex, but just, <laughs> just make a robot and say, your job is to kill everyone. We'll see that. <laughs> see, so kill so all can, humans. I, there's like very I can, confident. I can get why this happened, mm. but there is like one place where you went wrong. And I think maybe yeah. it was the word, everyone i think that it's time (laughs) (laughs) i think robots deserve it i think they've yeah that's real though eggman's designed cubot norbot and all these and they have personalities yep so they have full personalities where do you get the they get the personalities he made them he made them but he made them like bumbling yeah and and very very weak-willed so that he can boot them around and and blame them yeah right so he d- he doesn't respect the robots, so yeah. he wouldn't care. It would be completely inert and maybe even like uh, like emotionally inert for him mm-hmm. to play two of his robot teams against each other. First of all, he knows they're go- both going to cheat, right? <laughs> like he knows. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, and also, it, I think I think that Eggman probably gets pretty sad alone in his robo base. Yeah surrounded by all these bumbling idiots that he's made mm-hmm. and he and so part of the reason why he comes out of the house because we say he can make a roller coaster he can make 
robots, he could make a toaster that toasts perfectly every time. Yeah. Like, he's an amazing inventor. Why does he need to venture out? Why does he need to at the whole world with his domination? <laughs> hashtag everyone. Hashtag baseball. Hashtag major league. <laughs> he's tagging He's tagging his whole life to, with as many hashtags as he can yeah. find to get everybody to look. Yeah. And he's... Like, but he comes out, and in fact, like, you were dismissive a second ago about the, yeah, he wants Sonic's attention. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Yeah. Like, that is the thing. He's disappointed that Sonic hasn't shown up. And he's overjoyed when everyone else appears and wants to play baseball with him. Yeah. Again, he, he, he needs approval. And it was a weird balance of, he could have just gone after the emerald and left yeah but he also kind of wanted to just like have fun with his friends but then he couldn't let go of the fact that he really wanted to win yeah felt very real he delayed he was like oh they're not here yet well i'll just take one of the emeralds and oh another character moment that happened yeah. this time is we got to see sonic be a leader again <gasps> yeah i love that he went up to chris when chris was just not even trying to hit the ball chris was pulling a me and yeah. he was closing Ooh. his eyes and not swinging the bat whenever the ball <laughs> came at him true. And Sonic pulled him aside before he was about to get his last strike and yeah. was like, hey, bud, you know that it's okay if you goof up. Right. But you need to try because if you don't, you're definitely going to keep goofing up. Right. And Chris was like, you're right. I need to just try it. I have to start with swinging the bat. Right. And Sonic, then he, Sonic's advice to just like, listen, no matter how, no matter what happens, it starts with you swinging the bat. Yeah. That's good advice. It was really like, good advice. You gotta try. And that's Sonic's whole deal. Yep. He's always just going to like, yeah, do it. So Chris swings the bat and still misses, but the catcher drops the ball, so he gets to walk. And that wouldn't have happened if he hadn't at least tried to hit it. So. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So good job. Very good. Good characters. Um, is it speed reading now? Speed reading. Speed reading. Speed reading. Welcome back to speed reading, the uh, reading segment that's sweeping the nation. The best. Of all the podcasts in the world, ours is the one that's best when you read from a book. The library is open. The library is open and your card has been renewed. It's time for some reading. Welcome to books. People say books are dead, but that's only technically true if you remember their origin as a tree. Um, uh, <laughs> Jacques Derrida said that reading a book is having a conversation with a ghost, even if the author is still alive. Is so. he the same guy who said the thing about hands touching? Yeah, dude. Well, so far he's been really right. No, no, that was that. No, 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 no. The hands touching that was um, Rembrandt. Oh, okay. that was who I said about that. I have I, a few. I have a few old white dudes that I refer to mm -hmm. when I need to be, you know, very impressive. <laughs> Last time we met Secret Agent Sally Acorn. That's right. Secret Agent Sally Acorn had been monitoring the robot base of Robotniks for weeks. She yes. undercover as a robot. Figuring out their she'd been on a schedules. snake out. She's been on a snake out for weeks. She's been on a solid snake out. Yep. She's checking out their schedule. She's checking out their patrols. She's got all their weaknesses written down. But the one thing she doesn't have, speed. The one person who does have that, Sonic. There he is. Now that they've met, they're gonna take it down this summer in Sonic the Hedgehog, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. The the film. This is the the novelization of the film. <laughs> the, the novelization of the future film. Feature film, Sonic the Hedgehog. We had a, a, a sort of a missed, like a good opportunity, but a missed opportunity where, Salad's, where Sally... Sally'd Snake. Where Sally'd Snake I sh said, um, you know, come on, we'll have to move fast. Mm -hmm. Sonic smiled. That's what I do best, he said. And then we resume. 
the book in progress. Oh, it was Special Agent Princess Sally Acorn. Special Agent Princess Sally Acorn. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sonic blew past Sally and zoomed on ahead. Sally was startled. She had always thought of herself as a fast runner, but this blue hedgehog was amazingly quick. I'm impressed that suddenly we're in her head. Yeah. That's a very interesting transition into Mm. her brain. Mm Mm-hmm. Sally stood with her arms crossed. She tapped her foot impatiently. She's doing the animation! She's got him all all pieced out and and put together. she can see him. Um, A few seconds later... (laughs) You know, but, like, good. She can see all of him. Yeah. Nope, no pants. Sally stood with her arms crossed. She tapped her foot impatiently. A few seconds later, Sonic returned. Sorry, I guess I should let you go first. You're the one who knows the shortcut said sonic sorry sally i'm sonic and you know the shortcut (laughs) very good writing i was wondering how long it would take you to figure that out said sally with a smile and then she she took another cigarette out of her mouth and dropped it on the ground and crushed it with her toe yep she has like three in there (laughs) yeah if you can slow down just a bit i might be able to keep up with you lead on princess said sonic just a bit wow call me sally she said Secret Agent Princess Sally. And by the way, who are you? <laughs> Did she really just say yeah. that? Yeah. That rule. This seems yeah, so good. Yeah, she got him because she knows who he is. But like, you gotta. He like, just said I'm Sonic, didn't he? Um. I, no, it said said Sonic. Okay. Yeah, said Sonic. Right, right. I. Yeah, I guess they didn't formally introduce. But th- this is a no. He never introduced himself. Okay. And by the way, who are you? But it's a super good thing to do to like a man who is like thinks he's all important and you need you know that he oh i guess i can slow down just a little bit if you just go oh sorry what was your name again like even if you've met them a hundred times i saw i saw somebody tweeting about that this week and it's really really funny <laughs> like like if you are ever being accosted by a man who thinks he knows better than you just stop and say i'm sorry what was your name again yeah roast him she's like D- did you was it simon was it si- sinic Sono, Sonos, Sonos. Is that ding? We promoted again. Darn it! We did it again. Sonos, from when you can't quite hear what their name was. Sonos, a speaker for your most uncomfortable confusions. Stupid. I'm sorry. (laughs) Call me Sonic. He replied, Sonic the Hedgehog. The fastest person in all of Mobius. Pleased to meet you! Sally nodded, then led the way. Sonic followed close behind at half speed. Dang! She's like, that's rough. Chapter 7. Sonic and Sally made their way through the woods. I only hope we're in time, said Sally, for Grandmother's delicious pie. I hope I hope the wolf didn't eat my grandmother yet at the under end of these woods. Sansel and Gretel. Is that a is that a can- candy cane house? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> or just one giant oven. I only hope we're in time, said Sally. I couldn't bear the thought of my father being turned into a robot. If Robotnik Ooh. has laid one finger on Uncle Chuck or Mutsky, he's gonna have one hopping mad hedgehog on his hands, added Sonic. They soon came to a clearing. On the other side of the clearing was a large chain-link fence. Through the fence, they saw a huge machine. That's Robotnik's robo-machine, said Sally. It's, it's not- just sitting in the middle of a field? Yeah, it's pretty big. It's a whole build. Yeah, it's, yeah. A- it's not hidden in a witch's house. It's just the house. Um, Sonic and Sally spotted a group of people stumbling out of the machine. They walked stiffly. Their eyes were dull. 
How do you stumble and walk stiffly? You get roboed. That's it. That, you can't unless you've been roboed. Robos, a competitor to Sonos. <laughs> With the new Robos thought canceling technology. <laughs> <laughs> While on an airplane, you'll never have to worry again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeeps, uh. Let's get a closer look, said yeah. Sonic. They crossed the clearing and peered through the fence. More people stepped out of the machine. They all had that same empty look in their eyes. Robotnik Swapbots kidnap people, explained Sally. He puts the people into his robo-machine and turns them into robots. So wait, they, do they look normal? But they just have, a, like, a dead-eyed stare. Huh. So they're robots, but they look regular? Because the only thing they're describing is that they have a weird look in their eyes. eyes. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, they've just been robot aside. This is interesting. We'll have to... We'll find out more. They've been robot inside. Yeah, I wonder if they're... Maybe their brains have just been re- replaced with Pentiums. Yeah. Um, Pentium Processor 5. Great for your robo-brains. P5. Intel's... Bong-bong-bong. Yep. Intel's bong-bong-bong. It's our brand new chip that you can use... For your robo-machine. You'll love the power and the efficiency of Intel's Pentium 5 processor for when your friends need to get it together. I miss I miss what it was like before we sold out. I don't. I like the money. <laughs> <laughs> Robotnik SWATBOTs kidnap people, explained Sally. He puts the people into his robo-machine and turns them into robots. Then he puts them to work in his factories. There's Robotnik now, said Sonic. Who works at the factory that makes the robots if you need robots who, to work the factories? Is the robo-machine, who, does, does it run itself? Who robos the robos? It had been eight years since Sonic had last seen Robotnik. Robotnik's body was now bigger and uglier than ever. Oh, jeez. Jeez. It seemed to overflow with evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. His oval head came to a point. I don't think, maybe he just had an oval head before, and somehow as he got older and eviler, it pointed up. (laughs) Cone-headed. If you spend too much time furrowing your brow, it squeezes your skull a little bit into a point. Gross. Focus. Focus. Focus your eyebrows. Or, I kind of want a pointy head, so I'll work on that. Maybe he's installed a robo-cone in his head. Maybe he's augmented his brain with a a pyramid of power. Oh, that's made it pointy. Maybe that's how he commands his robots, as he's got like a... Like a beacon? Yeah, like a beacon. What? His oval head came to a point. He had a big, bushy mustache. He growled at the newly made robots. Sonic and Sally could hear every word. Welcome to my factory, slaves! Barked Robotnik. That's his teen voice, right? Did I... Should I change it? No, that was good. Should I do a different one? No, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to my factory, slaves! Barked Robotnik. Well, I guess he might be an adult now. Right? Yeah, he is, but he still sounds kind of like that. <gasps> this picture is terrifying. Oh, oh my gosh. Everybody's hypnotized by his cone head. I don't think we ever actually take a picture of the book. Would you take a picture of this real quick? Yeah. I think we've said we'll post Sorry, pictures to Twitter hit anything. a long so time, and we never do that. I've, we've posted a couple before. Okay. This picture's so scary. Ooh, this is scary. We got a picture of Uncle Chuck, Mutsky, the turtle, the rabbit, the chicken, all our old friends from earlier in the book. <laughs> all, our, all our friends that we know and love. And they've all got, like, concentric hypnosis eyes. They mm-hmm. don't look like robots otherwise, but they have been made to act like robots. And we've got just this angry Eggman right here. Yeah, I um, think this is, like, while they're about to be roboticized. I think they're just hypnotized. Inter- okay, yeah. Well, I, okay, we'll see. Nah. I think in the context of this story, 
They've this is it. Been. Oh, okay. So they, we, they're we, not being physically replaced with robots. So we already parts. lost Uncle Chuck and Mutsky. Oh God. Oh God. Would you? Do you want to read the robot voices here? Thank you, Master Robot Nick. The group said together. They spoke with hollow voices. Oh, sorry. I was doing more of it. I was doing a very full voice. Okay, we'll do. We'll try next time. Will you obey me? Asked Robotnik. Yes, Master Robotnik. Said the robots. We We promise promise to work work as your slaves slaves for the rest of our lives, oh great one. Good. Snarled Robotnik. (laughs) Now, (laughs) you will all go to the factory. You will work 23 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm a kind and caring ruler. Each day you'll get a half hour for lunch and a half hour to sleep. Oh, thank you, you kind, kind and caring Master Robotnik, said the robot slaves. Sonic gasped. <gasps> oh no! There's Uncle Chuck and Mutsky. We're too late, Sally. They've already been changed into robots. This is brutal. Brutal. I'm sorry, Sonic, said Sally. I've got to save them, said Sonic. You can't help them now, said Sally. I love Sally. <laughs> Ready? shouted Robotnik. March! The group of robots began to walk forward. They moved like zombies toward the factory. Uncle Chuck! shouted Sonic, leaping over the fence. Sonic, wait! cried Sally. But it was too late. Okay, I have a theory. Yeah. So both pieces of media featuring Uncle Chuck, we've seen, he gets roboticized. (gasps) In Sonic Underground, he got roboticized. Oh, my God. And in this, he got roboticized. Yeah. Uncle Chuck is like Uncle Ben. He's just doomed. Oh, God. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Grandpa Chuck actually did not go to the human world for any, like, super mission or, like, with any plan in mind. Uh I think Grandpa Chuck is an Uncle Chuck who decided he did not want to be a victim. He's trying to retire? Yeah. (laughs) This, I think Grandpa Chuck actually, in this... It, the Sonic it, X, Grandpa Chuck. I think it's Sonic X, Grandpa Chuck decided that he did not want to do what the other Uncle Chucks have done, which is raise Sonic to stop Robotnik. Right. I think this is an Uncle Chuck that fled, and he hoped that he was going to be able to do have nothing to do with Sonic anymore. Oh. So he went to the human world, got his human disguise, joined this family, and was content to like make inventions and yeah. hang out for the rest of his life. Sonic appears there, though, and Uncle Chuck realizes... like. There's no it's way out fate. of this. Yeah. I've got to help him. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think something bad. A, might happen to Grandpa Chuck, which I hope not. Uh-oh. But B, what if, because of the cosmic rules of this, like, Hyrulean yeah. uh, fate circle around uh-huh. each uh-huh. other where Robotnik is power and Sonic is courage and Uncle Chuck is wisdom. Yes, yes. When Uncle Chuck went to the human world, by nature of doing that, <gasps> he made it so he like changed reality in a way that made it so they would have to go there for the yeah. story to play out but the chaos emeralds brought them there yeah the <gasps> reason the chaos emeralds are trying to get this to happen over and over and over the chaos emeralds being the triforce in this right case. exactly and so those They're inextricably bound yeah and the chaos emeralds <laughs> even though he tried to run away the chaos emeralds were not going to allow him to mess with the pattern of reality yeah and so he yeah was not yeah able to retire like he wanted to oh my gosh framing sonic as a like hyrulean cycle is very good. Mm-hmm. That helps explain to me why the Sonic generations, why classic Sonic and modern yeah. Sonic, you've got like, uh, it's the Hyrule Warriors, like cataclysm event uh-huh. where they, they, there are Sonics and Eggmans and sometimes he's Robotnik and sometimes he's Eggman. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Ganon is a big 
a pig person. Sometimes he's a Gerudo. Sometimes he's Gandorf. So, sometimes, sometimes he's Ganon. Exactly. Like, but these are all incarnations of the same evil. Yes. Holy smokes. That's a good one. And the Chaos Emeralds, like the Dragon Balls and yes. like the Triforce, yes. are creating this loop that necessitates this sort of right. dramatic clash they between these forces. Or an eternal focal point of power mm-hmm. that connects all these times together. Yeah. And bring always brings the story back around to these people. And it would have stayed in Mobius forever, except Chuck in his pride and in his cowardice yeah. tried to flee from his role <laughs> but you can't do it you can't the chaos do it. emeralds are not gonna have it and so but and chuck's he's being really he's being really positive about it he's making it work and he's, he's realizing them. and again we don't know we don't know the true nature of chuck we don't know how many times he so maybe he has been roboticized multiple times but he's escaped he's been repaired i assume i hope guy pray that chuck will be returned to his natural state at the end of sonic the hedgehog the novelization of the movie i hope so too i hope so too i hope they save him in underground as well they've got to i mean they have to yeah unless the series gets canceled unless again he's the uncle ben but he's he's the uncle oh god yeah and he he is the reason why they have to keep fighting which is ooh. Uh, but but I, I i so we don't know the true nature of all of this but he definitely just okay well i'm in it again you know that oh chuck i haven't heard that name in a long time (laughs) <laughs> uncle chuck uncle chuck i haven't heard that name in a long time <laughs> i go by grandpa charles now well chuck i mean they do call me chuck but i tried the- i tried to tell them not to but you just can't stop it. people just want to be very familiar <laughs> thanks everybody for listening Thank you this for week listening. so this is going to be our last this is a tragedy for me i'm very sad We've this made is t- going to be our last episode of sonic x right now made a decision that 10 episodes of one thing at a time is enough. It's already a lot. It's a lot. We've had a great time. I love Sonic X. Yeah. I've heard some people talk trash about Sonic X, and I put them in the trash instead. Yeah, goodbye. But I welcome you into the trash. You tur- I put you in the trash, but then you turn, and I'm in there. I'm- We're here. <laughs> We're- welcome to the anime trash pile. Let me move this Bugles bag out of the way. Yeah. Oh, wait, I was using talk. that. There's, a, there's still a lot of flavor in there. <laughs> Now that we're this small that we can fit into a trash can, we, we can get sustenance just from, like, bugle debris. Pretty much anything. Uh, pretty much anything. Remember Rat Watch? That's us now. Bottom of a... Talk about full circle time travel. We, we have, have become the rats. We are Rat Watch. But to that end, we can't see the TV anymore, so we're not going to watch Sonic X for a little bit until we can get returned to full size. Yes. So the hope now is we're going to go to Sonic... Sat AM, the Saturday morning cartoon, right. which was airing around the same time as Sonic Underground. Yeah, and is available to watch on Netflix, Netflix I, I think. Mm-hmm. At least the last time I checked. I hope it still is. I hope it still is, too. I think it's on Netflix. And yeah, I just saw it like this week. Okay, cool. So I can't promise how many episodes we're going to watch before we talk about it, because who knows right. what it's like or how much content there is. So we might watch more than one. And we'll, we'll tweet about it. We'll yeah. let you know what's going on, because there's a few days between when we record and when we put it up, so... So you'll have time. We'll give you a heads up. We want you to watch if you want to watch and follow along with us and have mm-hmm. a good time. So that'll be next week, maybe. Great. And it's almost time to play another game, I think. So that's what I was thinking. The Really, it would be nice to have a transition episode where we talk about a game. Yeah. Maybe we can find... Maybe we can do an episode on like uh, Racing Transformed, since we have that. Ooh. Oh, and now I have access to all those games on Steam because they had that big sale. Did we tell people that that was going on? Did we... I forgot. We well, I didn't our... even hear about it until right. Peter was like, oh, I just got it. Okay, got so this. yeah, there was a big Humble Bundle sale of like 
all the Sonic games that you can play on a computer. Yeah. Uh, last week, which, which is most of them. I, I, we, we regret the the error of not uh, sharing that information with you. It happened too late. But uh, hopefully, we're, we'll do an episode on a game maybe next week. We'll figure something out. Yeah. To talk about just for fun. You know what? There's a lot of Sonic going around. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot to lot to handle. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Oh, and we've been playing Puyo Puyo, so if we could get a handle on Mean Bean. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. Uh, oh god, that might be a good episode to do, but I, we might want to guess for that, though. Okay, okay, what, okay, okay, okay. We'll figure we'll that out. Figure it out. Don't worry, we're going to keep doing the podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody, we're still here. We're just, I'm like nervous to leave Sonic X behind. because I, I miss it already. But we'll get back. Okay, we'll, we'll, get yeah, back we'll be it. here. And Thank I'm, you so much for joining us, everyone. It's been so fun, and we'll, we'll come back. To, we're going we're gonna to circle, in the eternal returning cycle of hyrulean chaos emerald time yeah we will return i'm excited to get back to sonic underground because i just want to know what happens. i miss i miss all of it that's a problem they're all good Ugh. Well, thank you sonic thank you sega for all the good content over the years so much good content i'm caleb i oh wait thank you to our music people bulby dave Duncan and goodnight productions sonic composers of all time and thank you for listening i'm so sorry that i tried to trample over the thanks with the caleb that's okay. You were just so excited to remind everybody who you are. I just really want everyone to know. Yeah. I I did get some sass this week about us not being super clear about our names. So Really? Now we at the very beginning of I think everybody's great, but Oh, okay, good. Well we'll try to be mindful of that. Uh, you're Caleb. Caleb. And I'm Charles Details Prower. And you're to the show. I do want to start, uh, I'm going to summarize the episode. Please do. But I want to start hearing a little bit about your personal sports history. Mm. We've talked about baseball before on our other podcast, Everything's Great, or basketball. But I want to hear Mm. about your history with baseball. Baseball? All right. Um, Well, I grew up in the vicinity of Atlanta, Georgia, in the most of my childhood. And I was there for the 1996 world champion atlanta braves they won the they, they won, won the, the world series Whoa. in 95 or 96 something like that mm-hmm. there was and a time you were at the game well i was nearby you were at Atlanta. i went to the parade <laughs> i think i went to a parade about it did you um, dress up as an eagle no i put on a jersey wait is that right mm. falcons is that or that's the football one. wow <laughs> okay let's talk about your history of sports anyway i was a child who was very enthusiastic about baseball for about two years i played mm-hmm. little league um, I did play some t-ball, I think. Mm-hmm. I did play, but um, it has been reported to me as an adult that it was very obvious that I was not into sports uh, in a way that I was not aware I was communicating because I played in the outfield. I believe I was a right fielder a lot of mm-hmm. the time, and apparently I could be seen from the stands just drawing in the dirt of the field. <laughs> I was like six or seven years old and just like crouched down in the dirt and dr- like moving rocks around. So, are there actual baseball leagues for six and seven year olds? Yeah, dude. Little League. Little League. I didn't realize that's what it was... the little me- That's what the little's for. I didn't realize it was that little. You got to get them started early. You need to be playing baseball mm, 
pretty much hot out the cradle. That sounds cruel to me. Yes, well, I mean, some people start out with an impenetrable obsession with sports, Mm -hmm. and other kids are supposed to be included, but just want to draw in the dirt. I practiced for t-ball tryouts, and I could never hit the ball on the the tee. I don't blame you for that. I hit it one or two times, maybe, while I was practicing in my backyard, and every time it did not make it further than a few feet. What's your relationship to the bat? Did you feel confident with the bat, or did you feel like, ah, I just gotta swing this thing? Yeah, I felt like that. I also felt like no matter what I did, I was gonna get hit in the face. Like, whether I was swinging the bat, whether the bat was swinging me, whether a ball was coming toward me, or I was toarding a ball, I really, really always was 100% sure that I would somehow hit myself in the face, Uh or they would hit me in the face. And so I was... Until I was yeah. a late teen, yeah. completely unable to throw or catch balls, <laughs> I would com- I would just like panic. I would fall to one hundred percent pieces. I would cover my face. Yeah, I would close my eyes. Oh god! I was one of those kids who would close their eyes even when I wasn't covering oh, my face. Oh no! As soon as the ball started coming to me, I was like, <laughs> which doesn't increase the likelihood that you're gonna get it right. No, it, it makes in it fact way worse. Reduces it. <laughs> People tried to tell me, but I was so scared. Oh gosh! It's I'm one so of the, sorry. I feel like kids when they're yeah. younger, a lot of kids learn. That getting hurt is not the end of the world. Like, oh. Like, a lot of kids have it happen to them enough times. Or they break a leg. Yeah. Or they, like, uh, fall a bunch. Yeah. I somehow managed to never really get very hurt uh-huh. early on. Yeah. I've still never broken a bone, knock on wood. Wow. Um, I Except maybe only, like, pinky toes. Because I, when I got really tall really okay. fast, I started slamming them and everything. Same, yeah. But I... Never just, learned that it was okay to like risk to right, take risks right. in like a physical way. So like I was terrified of being upside down in any sense. Even taking even doing somersaults was scary for oh me. Oh my gosh. Like because I had never learned that there was this like this wiggle room where you could get hurt but not die. But not die. Oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious. So I was so, so scared. I did learn that you can get hurt, but I also didn't learn to be good at moving my body. And mm-hmm. so I would keep getting hurt. I have viciously injured myself accidentally multiple times by running headlong into an object yeah like i that, that happened multiple times when i was a kid i ran into like a corner of a couch and my two front teeth popped out when i was like three years old oh my gosh i have a scar that looks like a shark tooth on my forehead because <laughs> of that like i have that my mom pushed my teeth back into my head and they stayed that's pretty scary i always um, wondered if like it just was a shark bite <laughs> like that if a shark tooth had like just, i had like, headbutted the front of a shark's yeah. tooth <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what happened. I forget now. I was very young. Uh, the like story my mom sh- told me was that I... <laughs> <laughs> like you had a, like a kid had a shark tooth in his hand and then like <laughs> slammed it against your face. Yeah, no, it's a couch. And then even in, when I was like 17, I, I heard someone knocking on the back of the theater door in high school theater. And I was like, I'll get it. <laughs> and I ran full speed, leapt up onto the stage in one bound, knocked aside a curtain, and then woke up on the ground a second later. Like, I had blacked out for, like, 10 seconds mm-hmm. because I there was a huge stage door that had been put right behind the curtain, and I ran into it 100% and, like, busted my eyebrow open so that it didn't move anymore. Have I told and I had my... to have emergency reconstructive nerve surgery on my uh, thing, and I would have wore a bandage around my head for, like, three weeks. Very anime. Very anime. <laughs> yeah. Very, like, The Bachelor. Yeah. Have... <laughs> they always, like, totally wrap them up. Have I told my theater pass-out story on the podcast before? No. Have, do you know? Okay, no, so I don't think so. I 
one day, apparently, and this is reconstructed from stories I've been told because this entire day has been this wiped is kind from of a my memento. memory. Yeah. Yeah. This is a memento style uh-huh. storytelling. So I was apparently backstage during Beauty and the Beast, which I was in in high school, oh. lo- linked arms with my friend Callie, and we spun around backstage. I have no idea what possessed us Very to do theater. this or why it was happening. It's a we theater just thing. It's just the thing. Flinging each other around. And then our arms slipped out from each other while we still had momentum. Oh. She was fine. I flew forward and crashed fa- face first on the concrete floor. Oh, my God. So I had to get 13 stitches, <gasps> like Joker style, on my lip. Like, oh, my God. And there's still, like, a little tiny bump there that you can see. Oh. But it, it healed itself pretty well. I lost the entire day. And then for that night... For must have been four hours. Every five minutes, I would start over asking the same set of questions. Whoa! So my dad and my friend Georgia, who came to sit with me, apparently again, I don't remember any of oh this. Oh my god! Would sit with me, and I'd be like, "Where am I? You're in the hospital. What happened? You fell at <gasps> theater. Who was I with? You're oh with my Callie. god! The first time that I remember was right before I went to bed that night. It was the last time I asked questions before I went to bed, and I oh my god, I woke up and I said to my dad, "Like, where am I?" He's like, my dad, who's been answering questions for hours, goes, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, what do you think? <laughs> and it rules. I was like, the hospital? And he goes, wow. yeah. He was like, okay. all right, cool. And, and he was like, nice. uh, do you remember what happened? And I... This was the weirdest feeling of my life. The only time this has ever happened. Yeah. I knew the answer, but did not connect it to a memory. <gasps> so I like knew what to say, but didn't know why. Whoa. So I was like, I fell. And he was like, yeah. Because this was the first time I had brought this yeah. information myself. Do you remember who you were with? And I was like, Callie. And he was like, nice, cool. And I was like, dad, dad. Am, am I okay? Is it okay if I go to sleep? Yeah. My dad was like, yes, please. Uh, please go to sleep. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. The moral of the story is, whether it's sports or theater, you and I are not cut out for the physical world. Clumsy, I can juggle now. I don't know how that happened. Do not bring this up to me right now. I did not know that. <laughs>